0: Ukraine has been in the news for the war, but what's going to happen to the country after the war? Does Ukraine even have an economic future after the war? In this video, I am going to discuss the economic future of Ukraine and why the future of the Ukrainian people may paradoxically be better than the future of Ukrainian geography. Part of this video is going to be a reaction to Kraut's video after the war, Europe and Ukrainian architecture, and the other part is going to be just my own insights on the economic future of Ukraine. I'm not going to get into too much of what is going on in the battlefield there. One, because I don't really have a particular rooted interest in this war one way or the other. Two the fog of war clouds a lot of what's actually happening so i probably do not have the clearest picture of what is going on there and three most importantly it's not that relevant to my analysis unless if one country gets total war victory over the other which the probability of either country getting total victory is less than 20 percent. but let's move on to what crowd has to say first
1: of the ocean, but still relevant to us here in Europe today, because Ukraine is set to join the European Union. Beat-
0: okay, first, Ukraine is not set to join the European Union. Uh, if you look at Metaculus, which is a survey of forecasters who make predictions on this kind of thing, it's been fairly accurate on a lot of major political, economic, and geopolitical trends. And the Metaculus odds put the odds of Ukraine joining the eu before 2030 at just 28 percent, which i think is about right i mean i think there is a chance that ukraine joins the eu and it would be mainly done as a humanitarian effort more than for viable economic reasons given the condition of ukraine's uh, economy even before the war was not really at the level that it needed to be the right level of reforms to be to be allowed in the eu so it would be kind of a sympathy play but yeah i think that the whole premise that they're just a shoe in now because the west supporting them in this war is not necessarily the case
1: in a few years or in a decade or longer. Ukraine is on course of joining the European family and Ukrainian membership will bring more challenges than any other previous memberships will. We have all read a lot of articles in the recent two years about Ukraine, about its war, but I see very little out there written and discussing what a Ukrainian EU membership would mean for Europe and what challenges...
0: Yeah, this actually, the question of that he's asking here is kind of... Why i made this video because I know here about what's going to happen to Ukraine's economy after the war. How are they going to rebuild it? If they are going to rebuild it, will there be any people left there to rebuild it? Uh, let's see. Challenges it will bring.
1: And I believe the main challenge will be Ukrainian agriculture and the impact it will have on
0: Europe. This video is sponsored by As Europe. Yeah. Um, I think that his belief that agriculture is going to be the main challenge is also incorrect if ukraine was to be brought into the eu and even if they're not brought into the eu this is still going to be the challenge of the eu is immigration Uh, the whole appeal for people from ukraine to want to be aligned with the west is not just really just some cultural solidarity movement or some higher-minded ideals against intercontinental war the reason why The people who support Ukraine joining the EU want to go to the EU is so that these same people who are generally younger and more educated Ukrainians can move out of the country and get jobs elsewhere and find better economic opportunity elsewhere. The reason why I'm so confident about this is that look at what happened when bulgaria and romania joined the eu in the 2004 it when poland joined earlier it was a wave of migrants from those countries moved west to seek economic opportunity and those countries now have faced severe levels of depopulation uh, if you look at the demographics of bulgaria romania they're Populations are over 10% lower than they were 10 years, 15 years ago. Uh, if Ukraine was to join the EU, I think you would see a similar wave, if not a bigger one, simply because the country's economy is a far worse position than Romania's and Bulgaria's was when they joined the EU. And that was just based on pre war fundamentals. If you count all the damage um, that has been done to the country's infrastructure and public safety, and just the economic capacity of the country being destroyed due to war, um, and also just the instability of having a neighbor like Russia, I think that the the human capital flight out of Ukraine would be to a much larger magnitude than what happened in Romania or Bulgaria. However, the irony is is that the war may have sparked a lot of this migration prematurely without Ukraine even joining the EU. I mean, Ukraine's population peaked in 1993 at just short of 52 million people. Before the war, Ukraine's population was just under 44 million people at about 43,531,000. Since the war has started, Ukraine has seen its population decline precipitously. Uh in two thousand twenty two, the Ukrainian population declined by eight point eight percent, according to the UN. And year to date in two thousand twenty three, uh the Ukrainian population has declined by another seven point four percent. Uh down to a total of from forty three and a half million going into the conflict to now thirty six million seven hundred forty four thousand today that is uh, nearly a 20% drop in the population of Ukraine in less than two years and on top of that uh, that's counting casualties that are likely to be continue to come in this war and more migration that's going to come out Ukraine into 2024 and beyond. Ukraine had a problem with out-migration for years. Uh, Ukrainian immigrants are very common all throughout the West. Uh, A combination of relatively high um, education and skills and technology fields along with relative cultural similarity to Europeans uh, has made it more easy for them to assimilate relative to other migrant groups over the past two decades or so and so they've been able to come in a lot more Uh, this brain drain has been a major problem for Ukraine it's prevented its economy from developing on one hand also the other challenges is that the people who are moving out are mostly young people who are educated and in childbearing age so of these people settling down and having families in their home country they move abroad often marry a spouse who's not from ukraine similarly into the local culture and neither themselves nor their children have any desire of going back to ukraine and i think that is going to be even bigger problem because the essentially the asylum program for ukraine is a response to this war is essentially and grimly a, a grim paradox that ukrainians are now getting especially ukrainian women are getting the opportunity now to move to the west that they've always wanted to and that was the reason why they wanted to join the eu so you get the benefit essentially of being able to live and build a new life in the west without having to join the eu uh and so as de facto. A big chunk of the ukrainian people are joining the eu except they're just not staying within their country's borders to do so and given the demographics of the people who have fled ukraine since the start of this war it's mostly been younger people it's been people of higher income and means to get out of the country and it has been women because most of the men in ukraine have been forced into conscription or volunteered to fight to defend their country and so if you have these core demographics who are responsible for building a country all leaving to the west and likely having little plans to come back what does that mean for Ukraine's future I mean the, the projections of the population for Ukraine in 2050 which was going to be a series of a combination of low birth rates, an aging population dying out, and um, continued out-migration to countries with better economic opportunities, the population is suspected to go down to 36 million in 2050 before the war. Now, the projection for Ukraine's population for the war has already dropped to about 32 million. And based on my analysis of the current demographic trends and how this conflict is going to play out, they'll likely be larger than that. And the reason why I think Ukraine's population has way more downside trends to continue is one, more out-movement. Two, the, the demographic that's out-moving would be the people who would be having the future children of Ukraine, but they're now going to be born and raised in other countries. And three, your infrastructure is going to be destroyed. And so therefore, there's going to be even less op- economic opportunity, which is going to encourage more people to leave the country after the war and four if the russians do take a significant chunk of ukrainian territory those people are no longer going to be part of the new ukrainian state in the future and then the fifth part is that a lot of there's a sizable minority of ukrainians who have pro-russian sympathies if the war ends if the tensions between these groups are going to harden and those with pro Russian sympathies are going to have to move to the other side of the border for their own personal safety and economic opportunities or just political basic political rights. But the, so as a result, I think you have a lot of factors that are go, going to cause massive population declines. Like I could see Ukraine's population being well under 25 million by 2035 as a result. And what are the implications of that? Ukraine's it got potential is a lot lower than it even would have been if there was no war ever happened and even if it does get admitted to the EU because there'll simply just be less people there and the people who are remaining there are older, less skilled, less educated and Will need to be taken care of by either the state or their families. So they're not. It's not as. Um, it's not going to be as productive of the country. And Ukraine wasn't really much of a productive country before. It had some of the highest corruption rates in all of continental Europe, but at least had that implicit potential, given um, again a young, educated workforce and. Um, A lot of wealth of natural resources and a variety of other positive factors, but the human capital flight that I think is going to be a product of whether they formally join the EU or the Ukrainian people join the EU by voting with their feet and moving west uh, is going to have major implications.
1: For years, European countries blockaded and postponed possible Ukrainian EU membership by claiming that Ukraine was too corrupt to join the European Union. But behind closed doors, politicians will admit to you the real reason why Ukrainian membership has been postponed for decades. We just don't like to publicly admit it. A Ukrainian EU membership would flood Europe with cheap foodstuffs. European food prices would drop substantially as a result. This would be beneficial for some, especially during an era of inflation, but the majority of European farmers would be at risk of going bankrupt. This,
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe there's a few politicians and, and MP members in rural districts throughout Europe who may be thinking about this, but I don't think that the average European um, conservative-leaning voter particularly cares about what happens to farm subsidies in ukraine out competing i think most europeans would welcome lower food prices i mean just i'm not really that familiar with the farm lobby and the strength of the farm lobby in europe but here in the united states the farm lobby has some strength but it has gradually been declining in power um over the last several decades as the population continues to urbanize even within the republican party um, the farm lobby isn't nearly as influential as it used to be and in europe i could i wouldn't be surprised if it was the same thing i don't think there's a few farmers that could be enough to really change the grander vision of eu policy
1: when Russia invaded Ukraine the European Union as part of emergency measures to support Ukraine opened up its markets entirely to Ukrainian imports meaning that for all intents of purposes Ukraine is economically already an EU member and within a year many European countries already wanted to legislate a stop on Ukrainian agricultural sales because their own farmers could no longer compete. When this topic is discussed I noticed a left-right divide here in Europe A reason why right-leaning Europeans are largely opposed to the Ukrainian EU membership is because in almost every European country, farmers are the founders and core voting blocs of conservative parties. Conservatives who are not opposed to an EU membership of Ukraine argue for more subsidies for their regional farmers from European taxes to artificially keep their farmers competitive. There is a reason why I started this video with the Haitian example. Do
0: we? Yeah. I think that there could be a very... Different reason why conservatives oppose uh, the Ukraine admission to the EU. Uh, there are two of them. The first one would be immigration from Ukraine. Uh, a lot of conservatives in Europe, particularly the far right, are anti-immigration. And if you don't want a flood of Ukrainian migrants uh, moving into your country, you're going to oppose the Ukraine joining the EU. However, the problem is you're already getting the migrants coming just as a consequence of the war. So it's kind of closing the barn doors after the horses have run out. Second, the other reason is that there are geopolitical reasons. Uh, maybe a lot of Europeans are concerned about having a direct border with Russia, um, particularly a direct border with Russia that historically and currently is being violently fought over. Um Asking to add Ukraine to the EU is could be perceived as a militarily risky strategy and puts a higher probability of war with neighboring Russia to come to hit Europe directly. So I think there's the geopolitical element, which I mentioned, and the immigration element, which I think are both stronger reasons than protective farmers. So back to my point in the beginning of the video of I said Why is the future of the Ukrainian people brighter than Ukraine itself? And the reason is I think that the Ukrainian people, particularly the younger generation of Ukrainians, are going to overwhelmingly leave the country and move to the EU, the US, or other Western nations and build new lives there. Except maybe for the pro-Russian sympathy ones, they may just go east. And their standard of livings are likely going to be higher than if they stayed in Ukraine and their children's quality of life will be higher than if they were born in Ukraine. The kind of an example I would give in history is maybe what happened with the Irish after the great famine, even though Ireland continued to reign poor for another century after the great famine in the 1840s, the median Irish person Ended up being much better off because of the gradual success of diaspora Irish communities in the US, Australia, Canada, the UK, and others. So the Irish people had elevated up into a higher standard of living than they would have if they had just stayed. And I think you could easily see the same thing with Ukraine today and that's why I say I think I'm pretty bright on the future of the Ukrainian people but if they none of if they all leave then ukraine as a country or what's left of ukraine because we don't really know what the territorial composition of the country will be after this conflict ends may have some more challenges to go however there's also probably a bright side there too as again their industries are mostly resource extraction deeper ties with the West and the EU may force them to clean out the corruption and the oligarch-based economy that they had prior to the the current conflict. And you could see a healthier foundation in the future, but that's going to probably take decades to rebuild. And the demographic pyramid of the older Ukrainian population dying off with not very many young Ukrainians to replace them is going to continue to be a problem as i like to conclude these videos i'm going to compare ukraine to a u.s state and for this one i'm going to be comparing the country to nebraska Uh, nebraska and ukraine uh, are very different but they're also similar in terms of both being very critical to the agriculture uh, base of their respective regions ukraine had a population of 33.2 million and falling, whereas Nebraska has a population of 2 million, which is fairly stable. Uh, their GDPs are actually quite similar. Ukraine is 173 billion, Nebraska is 170 billion. Uh, GB per capita, however, is a big difference. The average Nebraskan makes about 85,000 a year in terms of GB per capita, where it's just $5,224 for Ukrainians. Nebraska is another example of a state that's relatively geographically isolated away from the major cities of the country, but has still been able to build a very successful um, local economy. Uh, Fortune 500 companies, Ukraine has none. Nebraska has one, which is a Berkshire Hathaway. Uh, Warren Buffett is famously known as the Oracle of Omaha for a reason. Uh, corruption perception is another big difference between these two countries. Uh, Ukraine has the, I mean, the highest corruption in Europe, at least before the current war. And Nebraska is known for being the least corrupt state in the U.S. and is consistently ranked in the bottom five of corrupt states in the country, in terms of state and local government. And then they both are agricultural powerhouses, and they both have um, are producers of wheat and corn, which are their both of their top grain exports. Um, Nebraska has a little bit more of a ranching economy than Ukraine does, and Ukraine has more minerals, but they're both um, global powerhouses in terms of grain exports. Uh, with that, that wraps up my thoughts on Ukraine and the economic future. What do you think about Ukraine's economic future? Do you think I'm right that the Ukrainian people have a bright future, but it's likely outside of their current country's borders? If not, um, I'd like to hear your perspective of where I'm wrong and let's make this a lively discussion in the comments. Thanks for watching.